Good morning to you, Adam Gilchrist, in the United Kingdom. Uh, we have, we've got to be true to English tradition, of course, and ask you about the weather. Is it miserable? <laughs> it's all over the place. Uh, we're getting storms and uh, lashing rain and the temperatures up and down. So, situation normal, in other words. No, we don't seem to have Adam. That's okay. I want to talk to Adam this morning. Adam Gilchrist, of course, with our UK report. I'm sure we'll co- we'll connect to him in just a moment um, and uh, and chat to him. We'll play the Coca-Cola competition as well this morning. Lots of other stuff happening. Uh, many of you commenting on the situation on the roads, of course. We'll get to those SMSs. I'll reflect on some of those just after 8 o'clock this morning. In the meantime, I'm hoping to be connected to Adam Gilchrist. Are you with us, Adam? Hello. Has that worked? Yes, that's worked. It's lovely. It's so nice Yay. to have you here, Adam. Um, <laughs> prison riots. Well, they, they're getting quite serious in your part of the world. Yeah, we're counting the cost of the worst prison riot for 26 years. So we go back to 1990, the famous Strange Ways prison riot that became synonymous with rooftop protests. Well, this time at Birmingham prison, around 600 inmates went on the rampage. And they smashed up furniture, stole keys, set official records on fire, started fights and... It went on for 12 hours. The Justice Secretary will talk about this today, but it's about the underlying problems in the prisons that are the real concern here because you could have a one-off riot anywhere. This particular one-off riot, by the way, started by the fact that six prisoners had only cold showers. There was a shortage of hot water. Why and how that mushroomed out of control (laughs) is the real issue. But staff short is absolutely one explanation. Stuff that prisoners have they shouldn't have is another, because all the way through this 12-hour riot, the prisoners posted comments and pictures of what they were doing on Twitter. Obviously, on mobile phones, they weren't meant to have. So there's all sorts of stuff here that they need to get to the bottom of, lest we have more strange ways slash Birmingham-style riots. Um, yeah, it's a big issue, and uh, prison contraband is a big issue here as well. I like this idea of a public oath for civil servants. What's the idea there? Yeah, this is the proposal that um, all those in public office, and civil servants included, should have to swear an oath to British values, whatever those are. It would be what I would immediately insert. The... Um, so-called communities secretary, Sajid Javid, suggests that those British values might include tolerance, democracy, equality and freedom of speech. I don't think we're alone in claiming those. <laughs> it might be a bit rich to call them entirely British values. But nonetheless, he says that people can't play a positive role in public life if they don't publicly pledge themselves to such values. This after a report showing increasing ethnic segregation and indeed less tolerance and in all directions, not just towards ethnic minorities, but in other directions too. But there is that thing that, yes, you get how a public pledge might sort of engage the imagination and make people realise that, you know, it's no good just being British and being a bit understated and quiet and internal about all this stuff. You actually do have to go through with the act. But I don't know. Does some weird American hand on heart oath in front of a flag actually address that? Does Is that us? I'm not convinced it is, you know. Uh, it's not very British at all. Um, colonial controversies are a plenty. They're ten a, plenty, yes. uh, ten a penny all over the world, of course. But the University of London is being forced to take action over one. 
Yes, it's such a controversial issue as well, isn't it? Because uh, you don't want to be triumphalist about the colonial past. On the other hand, should you wipe it from the uh, from the map, as it were? And at uh, the University of London, the Queen Mary College uh, building, they have, or had, I should say now, because they removed it, a foundation stone that was laid by the 19th century Belgian king Leopold II. He famously founded the Congo Free State, these days the Democratic Republic of Congo, where people were essentially enslaved to work on his own private rubber plantations and all manner of atrocities were carried out so this stone laid by him 150 plus years ago has gone because of complaints about quote uh, it representing imperialism and a genocidal colonist two plaques have also been taken down lest they cause offense showing that he had visited the university now clearly this doesn't right the wrongs of the 19th century and there is a slight issue here about once you start where do you stop i mean should we remove the entire hadrian's wall it was after all built in the glorification of the roman empire for instance and does expunging unpleasant history mean people are less likely to find out about king leopold and less likely to ask the right questions about history i don't know it's a tricky one because at the same time you don't want to go around saying oh look that seems to celebrate something that you really shouldn't be celebrating uh, we have the same arguments that you guys are having i guess with this mm, most certainly adam gilchrist thank you very much our uk correspondent with the uk reports